Hello, and welcome to another episode of Firsties. I'm Ross. I'm Reba. And today we're covering the second Kate episode of Lost Season 1. Uh. <laughs> Episode's called Whatever the Case May Be. And uh, uh. so you weren't, you weren't a big fan of this one. It's useless. <laughs> Much like Kate. Uh-huh. What, like, where, where in the future of this series is Kate going to, like, need what she got from the case? Oh, but, oh, yeah. but for emotional resonance. Whatever the case may be was actually about a briefcase. Uh-huh, literally, yes. It was oh, a play yeah. on words. And, uh, yeah... So I don't, I don't ever want to color your perception of an episode before we watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't say, but this is generally considered the worst episode of season one. Like, oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty strongly. Yes. <laughs> so you would agree with that, it at least no, so far. There was no reason. Like, I, Kate didn't make me want to find out what's in the case. Yeah. I, I thought there's, noth- there's nothing that will help them in this case. Mm-hmm. And well, there were guns. There were guns. Yeah. Okay. Which might come back to bite them in another Sun and Jin episode. <laughs> yeah. Because she eavesdropped that they that there were guns. Oh yeah, I guess so. So. Um. So so should we start just talking about what this episode is about, or at least what the Kate part of this episode is? <laughs> You're already exasperated, and we haven't even started. I mean, First of all, let's start. Let's start with the beginning. It opens yeah. on Kate in a tree. Uh huh. Because Evangeline Kate Lily climbs trees. Climb trees. That's cool. Uh huh. I'm I'm with her on that. There's no real narrative reason for her to be in a tree. It's just no. you know. She well, makes one, but yeah. you know, I'm sure if she climbed higher in the trees that they're closer, they'd be there'd be fruit in those too. Yeah. Um. But I mean. Anyway. Yeah, so she's she's get she got what she came for, and she's going back, and all of a sudden she realizes she's being followed by Sawyer. Uh huh. For they, protection. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they stumble upon this this waterfall. Yeah, the little sexy magic waterfall pool. Yeah, <laughs> like. So then okay. they they strip down and start swimming around because that seems fun. Yeah. And. uh... Their whole time is ruined by some corpses. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> right. Because uh, uh, Sawyer has the same uh, same obvious inclination as like an RPG hero of like, hey, corpses, let's loot their bodies. <laughs> and starts going after them. And then Kate sees this case, yeah. which first she says is her case. And then, then, then they get it. And she says it's not. Yeah. And then Sawyer says, oh, I guess you don't care if I keep it then. And, I mean, come on, Kate. <laughs> care. Yeah, it, it's... Like, you obviously wanted it, wanted the case, so care about it. Yeah, it feels but, like this whole episode could have been... Or most of the drama in this episode could have been avoided if Kate just said, yeah, there's, like, a little thing of memorabilia in there I want. Can I have that? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah. There's so like, much lying for no reason. Don't be useless, Kate. Mm-hmm. Don't be useless. Yeah. So, around this point, we start getting the flashback story. And, yes. Uh, first of all, she's going by Ms. Ryan, and even the robber calls her Maggie. Yeah. So, uh, What is Kate's last name? Her last name, I th- want to say, is Austin. 
okay. Kate Austin. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so she's in there for a loan, and all of a sudden there's this bank robbery in progress, and uh, it gets to the point where she has the gun, and somebody tells her to shoot the robber, and she's like, I can't, I don't know how to use a gun, which is a callback to the pilot, yeah. because she did the same thing when they gave her the gun then, or when she acted like she just didn't know what to do, and they were telling her how to operate it. Yeah. But really, it's Kate, and she knows these things. Exactly. So uh, she... Pu- goes back with him and he's like you didn't know how to use a gun like starts making out with this robber guy i uh, mean which to be honest with you when i first saw her in there i was like uh, if something's gonna happen in this bank she's gonna have something to do with it yeah and and since we already know she's using a different name uh, yeah. it's like okay so something's going on here either she's already on the run or she's in with in on something or mm-hmm. or both or i don't know right it, it can go a lot of ways. And the episode doesn't really give you context as to whether she's on the run or not. Mm-mm. I mean, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we don't know. And she goes all... So they do this whole plan, right? And yeah. get in there, and the robber goes all Bond villain and explains, like, oh, you didn't even know she was with us the whole time, yeah. huh? For, like, no reason. And then she ends up shooting most of them because they threaten the innocent guy's life. And, right. And, and all she wants is this personal effect, which we'll get to later on the yeah, island. Which was so ridiculous. It was such a ridiculous thing. Like, okay, yeah, you're not the signatory on the thing, but go rob the bank to get yeah. it? That seems pretty, like, a lot of work for ver- what turns out to be very little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, you know, sentimental value. Uh. <laughs> anyway... Yes. So meanwhile on the island, Kate right. is lying to everybody. Uh, she gets Jack to help uh, because she tells him that there are guns in the case. Yeah, and he can't have Sawyer and have and gun. Right. Guns. Can't have Sawyer hoarding the guns. Right. Uh, he already has a lot of power with his all all his stuff in his stash, right. and that would be too much. Mm-hmm. So he agrees to help Kate, even though he knows Kate's not being straight with him. Like he can tell. Right. Which, good on you, Jack, for not not thinking that Kate is on the up and up. Yeah. Because, seriously, I would think that they would write in that he thought everything out of her mouth was flowers and... <laughs> Jack can be kind of stupid sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but they dig up the body of the marshal because he has the key to unlock this case. Right. And... and- she makes a big show of yeah. it having maggots, and she drops it, and lo- luckily, luckily Jack was keeping an eye on her mm-hmm. and saw that she stole the key, which, I mean, really, when it's revealed what it is that she's after, seriously? Like, why? Seriously? <laughs> like, I know you don't want to let people in, but you're on an island, so you should probably f- just let people in and tell them about this airplane. Yeah. Like, so, so yeah, the thing she wants is this little toy airplane. Uh, but uh, uh, one that, I guess, belonged to somebody she loved, who she says she killed. Which, I don't buy that. I think maybe she put them in a position where she, where okay. they die, like, ended up dying. But, but yeah, like, straight like, up, you don't think she murdered somebody. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think that. Um, but, yeah, so it's sentimental value, nothing else. 
I, I just don't get why, like, she thinks somebody would be like, no, you can't have your little toy airplane, Kate. <laughs> we open I this mean, case together. I mean, uh, Sawyer, maybe, just to yeah. get a little shit, but I think he'd give it to her anyway. He'd yeah. just make her work for it. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think Jack would have held, held on to something that means nothing to him. Yeah. 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 It seems pretty ridiculous that that would happen. Uh, yeah. So they're, you know, Jack and Kate are having their little adventure digging up a corpse to get the key. Meanwhile, Sawyer is trying to bust open this case uh, as that. as Michael explains. Uh, mm-hmm. Halliburton cases are notoriously hard to break into. Right, I meant Can't, to look that up. Yeah, I. It's true. Uh, it yeah. was one of those things because I saw that, and especially the way that like. He uh, tell he just mentions like oh, uh, to Hurley it, yeah he's trying to trying to break into a Halliburton case and Hurley just starts laughing. Yeah, I was like, is this some kind of weird product placement? Right. But but they are like they have a reputation of having really really difficult things to lock and like the uh, the president's like nuclear football as they call it like the briefcase with launch codes and stuff. Is oh, it, yeah. It's like a slightly modified Halliburton case and oh. stuff. So they are really difficult. To bust okay. open. So, okay. But that's why Sawyer is like going around smashing it with rocks and throwing it off of cliffs and yeah. doing everything he can to break into it. That was about the most interesting part about the case to me. <laughs> Just Sawyer trying to open it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really go anywhere either. He like throws it around. There's a point where Kate gets it. Yeah. He, and then he gets her back. Right. He, I mean, yeah. Because he had thrown it off a cliff where she was, like... Just hanging out. You know. <laughs> I guess. I, I think she was probably just following him. Probably. Everywhere the case went, she went. You know, for protection. <laughs> yeah. Also following him. Yeah. So, so Jack's got the key now. Sawyer's got the case but can't open it. They, yeah. they talk to each other. And Jack is kind of an asshole. Right. <laughs> like, these guys... Hurley needs to step in and say, hey, dudes... If you're nice to him, he'll be nice to you. And then maybe it would all work out, and people yeah. would actually like Sawyer for who he is. Yeah, it's like, Jack, come on, you don't have to jump right to threatening to withhold somebody's antibiotics and yeah. making them want to chop their arm off. <laughs> like, yeah. It seems like extreme That's measures. <laughs> very extreme. And, and even beyond that, like, Sawyer warns Jack, like, you know she's lying to you. She's not telling you the truth about this. Jack already knows she's being dishonest. Yeah. Why don't they just unlock the case without her there? <laughs> if they don't trust what she's saying. Right. Like I, I thought about that too. Or at least or at least bring Sawyer along and yeah. then come on. It's like you both have something the other one needs. Just work yeah. together. Kate's the only yeah. one without either of the things. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. So <laughs> uh. instead he brings it back to Kate. And they open it together. You don't understand why Kate gets to be so important in these episodes. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I guess I'll just say this. Uh, so this is already. This is the second repeat flashback, right? Yes. There are only a number of those throughout the season. Like most characters, at most they get one, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, a cup, a few get two. Jack and Kate get three. <laughs> and they're, the, they're like the characters that are probably the least interesting. They really are. It, like, they, they have some backstory, but, like, with like, Kate, if it's not straight up saying why she was, a, like, 
criminal, I guess. Yeah. Then it's probably not that important. <laughs> now there's somebody that she loved, but we don't have any anything else to go yeah, on. Yeah, no that. context on that. And Jack, we kinda know what he's about already. He has daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean that's what both of those thing both of those flashbacks were. And and that's a place where it it becomes a little a little difficult for the Lost Riders, I think, because they have all these characters and they have to fill a ton of episodes between like all these seasons and so eventually there's just not that much to cover in the flashbacks. And I, well, yeah. Like this one, like you said, nothing here ends up being that like the flashback is no, at least playing in the into flashback. Right, like it's playing into what's happening on the island, but it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like in the over in the overarching story, it's irrelevant. Right. And to Kate's character too, like it's just one little moment that doesn't go into much. Yeah. And Jack's too, like it yeah, it was a piece of information we needed about his past, but it was a lot for very little information last week. Yeah. So like yeah, already on some of these second flashbacks we're starting to run low. <laughs> on, on exposition. Goodness. Yeah. So anyway, we've been down on this one a little bit. I know. Um, is there? There's not really that much to talk else to talk about with the main story, with no, Kate's story. Yeah. There wasn't much to talk about with that story. Yeah. Um. Let's but see. Sight and Shannon is probably the next yeah. biggest one. <laughs> Shannon. Such a more interesting character than Kate. <laughs> not something you would have thought you'd say in the maybe first couple episodes. Not at all. But not yeah. at all. Yeah, probably. Um, I was super rooting for her this whole episode because she was down on herself because Boone made her feel like she was just somebody useless and didn't care. Yeah. So. And so Saeed wants he need well he needs somebody yeah. who, who can translate French on these notes from Rousseau. Yes. Because she. So, he has all his all his math, but he has no way of it means. Right. And so and there's all this French written on it, and um, so it gives Shannon something to do, something yeah. to contribute. Yeah. So. So what do you think of the dynamic between Said and Shannon? I like it. You like it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, like I, I I feel like they're playing up the flirtatious element of it quite a bit like just immediately which is a little weird but especially like since they've been establishing like Saeed's backstory and Mm -hmm. uh Nadia and like their love and stuff like it feels a little strange that they're like it's not like they're flat out in love with each other but no but still it was really kind of fast that they all but (laughs) I get that um so Saeed is kind of the first male character that wasn't Boone, that mm-hmm. wasn't her brother that showed some interest in her. True. Know? Yeah. Like, uh, and actually, like, valued her. Uh huh. So. I think it's interesting that, uh, like, we're both looking at this, you know, like, you're looking at it more from Shannon's perspective. I'm looking at it more <laughs> from Saeed's perspective. Yeah. Like, and I, I think you're right. Like, it, that makes more sense from Shannon's perspective why she might be interested in somebody like Saeed yeah. than to me why Saeed would immediately right. be drawn to her other than like, other than they're well, both attractive because, people <laughs> I mean um, I mean didn't they tried to put they tried to put Saeed in the Kate triangle too a little you know maybe a little 
That, yeah. There were a few episodes there where, where Sawyer was giving Kate um, yeah. some shit about about Saeed. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that part of it didn't really surprise me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you have a pretty girl who's used to getting what she wants and being, is not getting it, and now she, like, has a way of feeling value, uh, like a valued member mm-hmm. more than, more than she probably was even on, in the real world. So, Fair enough. You know. Now, I also, I, I wasn't, I thought it was kind of weird how Saeed, like, kind of gets mad at her when her translations don't make sense. Right. It's like, dude, chill out. Like, well, you asked her to do this. Right, but I get, I get why he got mad, because he's just, like, trying, like, he doesn't understand, and he doesn't want to believe the, the whispers and that, and so, like, nothing that she's saying is making any sense, so he can't make any sense of of anything. Yeah. And he just, that's all he wants to do is make sense of it mm-hmm. and not feel like he's crazy too and not feel like maybe the, maybe the, or maybe Rousseau isn't so off her rocker. You yeah. Know, yeah. About maybe. some things. Cause, it, so, cause like at the beginning of the episode though, like he had pretty much come to accept that, oh, Rousseau is a crazy person. Exactly. We just don't want to mess with her. And, and he's like, I don't know what I heard. I don't know if I heard anything. Maybe, you know, like he, he's starting right. to doubt himself too. Right. And so now, like now, um, I think. But like on the one hand though, like if, if it, they were just the ramblings of an insane person that just proves his hypothesis from earlier. Right. Right. But he's upset about it. Or he's upset that it doesn't make sense. Well, yeah, maybe. Um, well, then, then let me retract that. And maybe he's, uh, maybe he's upset because I don't know. I still think <laughs> I. I don't know. I like. I think that he's mad because he really does want to find out what this stuff means, what this math means, and if he can't figure yeah, it out, yeah, no, I... like, and I think, uh, I don't know, I. Yeah. I just always worried that he's, like, temporarily mean to Shannon about it. Like, obviously he wants to know that, but... Right. Like, I I thought that was... I thought it was odd, but... But you understood that it's from frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not... He's not really mad at Shannon. Right, he's just kind of mad. And so... And I think he kind of... Like, once she ran off, I think he kind of, like, did feel remorse, you know. Yeah. Because... And he listens to her later. She, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. I, I, I was just gonna say all she was trying, all she was trying to do was help, and she actually felt like useful for once. Yeah. And yeah, and then he got mad at her. Mm-hmm. But she says she learned it from the French version of Finding Nemo, or they never say it by name, but it was Finding Nemo she's talking about. Oh, it was. Yeah, the CGI fish movie. Oh. <laughs> so, like, when she was in uh, France and, you know, she apparently had a boyfriend over there who had a yeah. kid. And uh, so she, that kid was watching Finding Nemo on loop over and over and over again and, like, Beyond the Sea is in the movie. So oh. she knew the French and, version of Beyond the Sea. But Beyond the Sea, okay, so the French version and the American version are completely different. That's right, yeah, La Mer. But, yeah, La Mer. Um. <laughs> But yeah, okay. I didn't. 
didn't realize it. that I didn't realize that that song was in Finding Nemo. Yeah, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure they were talking about Finding Nemo. Oh, fairly certain. Um, but uh, but yeah, then then that's happening, and Boone's staring on, kind of like, weird, creepily. Yeah. What's up with like, creepy Boone? Like, is he gonna attack Saeed because his sister's taking an interest? Has is he mad that his sister is now? Uh, as somebody is finding a sister useful, yeah. is there something creepy that has already happened that we don't know about with Boone that, you know, <coughs> what's, what's going on there? Boone and Locke, yeah. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, this episode gives us very little to go on with Boone and Locke. I know. Uh, we, it, we are told one of the only indications of time passing the show gives us is uh, Shannon mentioning they've go- been out late like four nights in a row. Right. They've and- been gone before sunrise and back after dark for four days. Mm-hmm. And Right. So, so they're doing something. We see them out yeah. there with a hatchet. But, but Yeah, with the axe. That, uh, it was very clear that Locke did not want anyone to see Boone take the axe. Mm-hmm. But we don't know why. Yeah. And it doesn't come back to us. It only, like, the only time the axe is mentioned is in the scene previous to that, where Michael is telling um, Sawyer to, like, hit the case with an axe. Yeah. With the, with the axe. Right. So the only axe they have. But then Sawyer doesn't even make any sort of deal about looking for the axe. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of weird. There's, there's no consequence that would have like really precipitated Locke worrying about who saw Boone take the axe. Yeah. They're just doing something fishy. Yeah. So last episode ended with them finding this thing in the ground. Right. And you immediately were like, oh, I can't wait to see the next one. I hope, uh, I'm so disappointed. I was going to say, did, do you think that the lack of any sort of explanation or resolution there made this episode even harder to watch? No. You don't think so? No, I think it was all hard to watch because in the beginning we found out that there was a case <laughs> that Kate really wanted and she couldn't say that she really wanted it and she couldn't say why that she really wanted it <laughs> and she just was being the worst <laughs> even though it was her own episode. Uh-huh. So it's really just Kate is the worst. This was just like a tiny side thing as yeah, to why I didn't yeah, like the like, episode very much. I, I mean, I got enough from the the whole interchange between Boone and Shannon about him being gone for four days. I was like, okay, well, they're off doing that, and nobody knows why, so maybe they'll show it, maybe they won't, but, like, by that time, that damn case, and Kate not being upfront about it. Yeah. It had already flooded, and and in the scene immediately prior to that was, was the Saeed and Jack scene with him talking about the the maps with French writing on it. Uh And I thought, ooh, yay, Shannon's going to be useful. I can focus on Shannon this episode. (laughs) And that's what you did. And that's what I did. So uh, what do you think of the Charlie and Rose? Oh, Charlie and Rose. (laughs) I'm glad somebody reached out to Charlie, Uh and I'm glad it was Rose, because I I don't think anybody else could have. Yeah, and... Rose is interesting because she's not in the show that much. Yeah. Like, she's not really one of the main characters. Right. But every once in a while they use her, and I think they used her well here. Yeah, they really did. Both somebody who's lost someone else, both Mm -hmm. people who come from backgrounds of faith. Yes. uh, And, yeah, 
and just having faith that that person's still out there and it's okay. Yeah. yeah, and it was a very like she dealt with him in a very maternal way. Yeah, like kind of getting. Like, she even calls him child at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets stern with him when he's sitting there, like, not doing anything, right. not helping anyone. Yeah, she and she's doesn't... like, everybody has their problems. She doesn't approach him out of pity. She approaches him out of, hey, you gotta do something and move on with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's helping him move past it rather than just... Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that so. was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was nice. It was, a. Uh, I think that was one of the better... Like, Faith on television isn't always done that well, or it's either... But this, it was done well here. It was done well here. Yeah. And I, I think I think that that was Kudos handled to, with respect to those characters. To Damon Lindelof and Jennifer Johnson? What? Who was the The writers. Oh, I didn't episode. I didn't have the writers. I saw, I just on. noticed it, I just noticed that Damon Lindelof was one of the writers. Okay. And it was a Jennifer somebody. Okay. And I can't remember. Gotcha. I did, I looked up the director, it was Jack Bender again this mm-hmm. week. So, you know, Jack Bender is kind of the default director. Yeah. <laughs> He's the most likely to be the director in any given episode. Um, yeah, is there anything else big in this episode you had or something you feel like mm. we've missed? No, just I, um, I am curious to see what happens with Sun and whether or not, like, the guns that she overheard Jack and Kate talking about come into play. Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, I don't know what good can come of having guns on the island when well, they don't know what's, like, out there exactly. Yeah. Although now they, they've had... Ethan, this guy, just take to their people. I mean, yeah. if these are, if these others are mortal people, then the guns help. If not, then it just creates conflict within... Exactly. The, yeah. It yeah. can go either way, really. Yeah. And who knows, maybe the monster, you know, maybe guns would help fight a monster. But we don't know what the monster is, either. No. We don't know much about these things. But there are no monsters. Yeah, according, according to Rousseau. According to Rousseau, there are no monsters. So... so. I don't know. Uh, so I had a lot of little notes okay. in this one. Uh, just things that didn't really fit anywhere. Um, there, I, I thought that this episode probably was a response to some network notes. Again, being like, hey, can, we're ABC. Can you play up maybe, like, you know, the sexy factor and stuff? Where, like, they, you know, they immediately have, like, Kate and Sawyer, like, stripping down a bit to jump in. The yeah. pool, so, you know, Kate in her panties and Sawyer without a shirt on and all that. And then they constantly find themselves in, like, sexual positions and stuff yeah. while fighting over things, which Sawyer makes fun of, kind of, but yeah. is definitely there. And, yeah. And also that, you know, Saeed and Shannon, and Shannon's sunbathing topless right. and stuff when he goes to approach her, which has no real reason to be in the episode other than, you know, <laughs> yeah. network notes. Uh, I also, I also, I thought it was funny that Saeed, he says, like, every once in a while, they'll have Saeed say something just to give exposition and, like, remind the audience that something's weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, it doesn't, like, in general, I guess they just think that dialogue sounds good coming from him. Because it's not like, it's not like an Afghanistani communications guy should know 
all no, this. No, he's not Afghanistan. He's not from Afghanistan. No, from no, Iraq. Iraqi, not Afghanistan. Wow. I know. I blew that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, as a Republican Guard communications officer, right? It's, he shouldn't. It's his accent. I guess because yeah, he says something in this one about the waves. Uh, like oh, oh the, the waves are very abnormal well, for no, this the, the tide coming in yeah. is it's abnormal for the for it to come in like that quickly uh-huh. that high yeah so they're um <laughs> i'm just thinking like what does he know about waves <laughs> like well he's a science guy yeah i guess he's well he's like a tech guy he's good with technology tech, tech science <laughs> sure I'm, I'm sure they're like whatever we'll just have it he he's the one that will know it. Uh huh. Same same stuff. I did. I they that is a carryover from uh, the last episode when uh, Saw Sawyer came to visit Saeed and and Saeed gets mad, just says, "Tell me what you're here to tell me," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, the tide's coming in really high." Yeah, Things I guess are, so. The few the plane's almost underwater. Yeah. And so they had to deal with that. Yeah, I guess. You know. All right. I'll give him a little bit there. Uh, uh, apparently, everybody's worried about the caves now. Yes. <laughs> and it just made me think of Shannon's comment about so not wanting to move, move to, to the, the rape, rape caves. caves. <laughs> now is how everybody is. Yeah. Yeah, because I noticed that, like, even some of the, the non-cave dwellers were out on the beach at night at the in the evening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. At the end of the episode. Right. They were all moving, all the beach people were moving inland, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, this only stood out to me because uh, I think the score is usually really, really strong for this show. Uh-huh. But there's a scene where Sawyer is holding onto the case and kind of flirting with Kate about not giving it back. Yeah. Where it's, like, this really ominous score. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. it's not like, really that ominous it, of a scene. He's, was it right before an, a flashback? I think so. It, it like they just kind of came in a little too early. Yeah, they're they're no, they they didn't come in too early. They're scoring it like, I guess from Kate's perspective, this is you know like oh no, she can't get the case. But like if you're watching the scene, like Sawyer's just kind of joking about it or joke yeah. like yeah, he's keeping the case, but he's playfully they, right like teasing Kate about it. And, yeah, and they're like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. But it only stood out because usually the score is, like, really on point, and, like, that just was weird. I noticed that, too. Um, There's a real brief mention, or there's a scene where Sun is making a thing, or making a new herbal remedy, and Jack Mm -hmm. asks her what it's for, and apparently it's, like, a headache thing. Yeah. Did that that ever come into play in this episode? No. Not really. Uh, So I was wondering if that's foreshadowing, but I don't remember it, really. Yeah, I mean... It was just a really weird thing to throw into the middle of the episode. Um, Which is why I think that there's something, there's going to be something with with Sun and the guns. Yeah. Because she was there for a reason. Yeah. And she, when they were talking about the guns and the ammo and that. Yeah, and they assumed she can't. They, uh, the, there was a shot of Sun kind of listening, but, like, trying to look like she's not listening. Yeah. So I think... I think she's going to make a move for the guns. Maybe. Or that she'll tell Jen and he'll make a move for the guns. Maybe, something like that. She'll, yeah. Something something will happen. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, I also just had that in you know a similar 
similar thing that we talk about a lot of weeks. They have like little exposition scenes to remind people of stuff. And uh-huh. I thought they kind of did that this week with Charlie and Rose. Where he, oh, he he's yeah. like uh, talking about things to worry about. He's like, oh, there's the monster, and there are these others, and like, yeah. just just again to be like, no, these these things are out there. Remember these things. Yeah. These are big mysteries on the like, show. We apparently don't have enough mystery to show you in this episode, so we're gonna talk about <laughs> Kate's briefcase and that stupid toy plane. But here are all of these monsters and and creepy things happening on the island. <laughs> we'll get to that. We promise. Yeah. So, going off of that, no real mystery solved this episode. No. Nope. Like, I was trying to think of it, and you could practically skip over this and not miss anything. Like, there's a little bit. Now, the guns, the fact that yeah. they have guns, that's relevant. And, like, mm-hmm. I guess some of the character dynamics are yeah. relevant. But mostly this is, like, this is as close to a filler episode as you get in Lost. Which, why in the first season do you need a filler episode? Because the episode orders are ridiculous. <laughs> There's so many episodes of the show that they ha- they eventually end up filling it out somehow. <laughs> um, mysteries introduced. I, I put in, who did Kate love? Who she got the yeah. thing from? And, you know, how did he die? Was that Kate's crime? Was that why she was wanted? And also just, uh, why is Boone being a creeper? Yeah. What's up there? What's up with that, Boone? Uh, any other mysteries you think this one introduced? Like, it, um, it carried a number of them on, but... I don't think so. Yeah, not really. Well, yeah. in that case, uh, I think we'll we'll just pick it up next week with Hearts and Minds. Yes. Uh, which I, I don't... I, I won't say who it is I, again. I'm going to try not to look. Yeah. I just hope it's not a repeat. Yeah. Now, at least, if it were a repeat, it wouldn't be a Jack or Kate episode, right? We'd hope. Yeah, it would be really weird if it were a Jack or Kate episode immediately after this. But if it was a Jack or Kate episode, knowing that they only have three in the first season... Then, then you're done. Then I, I, can, I can rest easy knowing that... Come on, let's go for a Kate episode. Yeah. Just one more ride on the road. I was really trying to rack my brain about Jack-Kate flashback episodes and ones that are really worthwhile. And, like, there are so few, but there are yet so many episodes that they have. So, so it, next week, it's got to be gotta be better than this week, right? Yes. So, uh, hearts and minds. Next week, thanks for listening. We'll catch you then.